0: Hey there, listeners. Thanks for joining us for part two of our interview with Rhonda Jackson, senior talent management professional over in the IND space.
1: Well, what about networking? How important is networking internally and externally?
3: It is extremely important. Mm. Um, It's kind of one of the things that I talk a lot to the population of associates that I work with um, a lot about because, um, you can have all the skills and capability in the world, but if you're the only person that knows about it, then that's not going to probably serve you very well. And a lot of us struggle with, you know, you know, tooting our own horns or bragging, um, but I think, you know, um, it behooves us, again, if you kind of see something that you have interest in, you think you have skills and capabilities that align to that, then you know, I think it's about trying to understand, okay, well, who's doing that now and how might I know get coffee with them or you know how might I get 15 minutes on their calendar to understand you know a little bit more about what they do and mm-hmm. be able to share kind of what I have to bring to the table um, because someone explained this to me one time they said you know yeah sometimes it looks like somebody is just being picked up and put in a job but a lot of times you don't know that maybe for the last two years they've kind of been courting courting mm-hmm. you know that situation you know really kind of raising their hand saying this is something that I want to do and what do I need to do to get Mm -hmm. there and so um, I think internally as well as externally probably just a lot of us don't do that enough
1: that's good and I'll
3: say that I you know I'm probably I think I'm a natural um, I naturally connect with people when I'm in a room with you but I don't know that I've always necessarily gone the extra mile to um, be the one to really kind of reach out and say you know let's do this but know even I am learning mm-hmm. and um, just continue to grow.
2: And that's a huge one for women in particular I have a lot of uh, folks that I work with that don't want to toot their own horn you know that have this beautiful humbleness to them but I think as leaders it's our job just like you articulated y- you have to be able to communicate what it is you're good at what your skills are and what you're bringing to the table. And that's not a matter of being proud. There's a very big difference. That is a necessary part of being in business. Mm-hmm. And for women in particular, we have to get over that that fear that we're not being humble or we're being proud because that's going to, in the end, be our uh, our demise. Yes. <laughs> because yes. you can work so stinking hard, but if you're not communicating that to your leaders and to your peers, um, you might, you might get looked over many, many times.
3: Absolutely. And someone, um, one of my leaders actually just told me about a book called Brag, And so I just added that to my Audible list. And so I will be listening because it's my understanding that, um, you know, it's something that you can read and really maybe give you more definition around kind of what you kind of might want to be doing or see yourself you know, how do you see yourself in three to five years out and really kind of setting the framework for for some of that. So um, I I 100% agree. And the one thing I will say too is I think, I think we need to know like how we have contributed because it's one thing to, you know, be able to tell someone what you're responsible for, but it's quite another thing to really be able to articulate how you have contributed. So, you know, even in having these conversations when you ask for the, the, the you know, these leaders time um, to have these, you know, career discussions, you want to be able to articulate, you know, how have you contributed? Um, you know, what are the things that you have been able to contribute um, to your area, um, to your team, you know, to the enterprise? What impact has, have those things had on, on the organization?
2: The other piece to that too that I found is making sure to connect numbers. And a lot of times, I'll I'll speak for myself. That wasn't at the forefront. Um, this is not something I was ever taught, and you have to kind of learn it. But uh, how many people do you manage? How many you know? How many members do you if you're if you're an individual contributor and a care manager? How many members are you responsible for? You know those types of metrics. I think really help tell the story of what your contributions are, and I see a lot of resumes sometimes that don't include that type of information. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a big opportunity there. We have to start thinking about
0: uh, how to bring that component to to our story. Quanti- Absolutely, quantifying quantifying your your skill set over the qualitative. Qualitative is amazing, and it has, you know, the the warm fuzzy side of it. But being able to quantify those skills um your soft skills really does go a long way and yeah. i'm i'm also going to do a a shout out if you hear someone that is doing a speaker series or another individual in a different business area and you just really like what they had to say shoot them an email, get a virtual coffee. I, I moved to work at home and there was an individual I thought just knocked a presentation out of the park. I sent them an email, I'm like, hey, I'm really interested in just learning more about you. Can we schedule 30 minutes just, just to talk? And of course had a couple of questions um, built out. But some of those, it, it just creates such an opportunity to learn more, expand my business acumen, and then also network with other people in case you do need to reach out or you need help in that business area. So I, I can't say that enough. Something as small as like a three-sentence email to somebody can can really do wonders.
3: Absolutely. I 100% agree with that.
0: Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about
1: uh, you're also part of the Impact NRG. I, I know you were a co-lead, and I know you're still very involved. And you were in a story, the Our Story, Our, Our story series. Um, tell us a little bit more about that.
3: Yes. So um, I have been involved with IMPACT for probably almost since inception. Um, IMPACT is Humana's African-American Network Resource Group, and it was actually Humana's first um, network resource group. And so um, when I first uh, became a member, I was more of a passive member, um, but, you know, really kind of gained opportunities to serve in Leadership, I started out really kind of co-chairing one of our um, volunteer initiatives with the Everyone Reads program for JCPS. Um, and then... JCPS uh, is Jefferson, Jefferson County, County Public, Public School, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> um, national programming. Um, and then um, got the opportunity to serve as co-president, co-chair um, in the last few years. And um, very rewarding... Um, Uh, much like the WNRG and some of the other NRGs, you know, it's just an opportunity for you to, you know, come to come together with individuals who um, you have commonalities with um, that, you know, you may have shared experiences and backgrounds with and um, really understanding kind of what your needs might be um, and how collectively you can work on um, really obtaining, you know, what is needed um, as well as working just, to help the to help the enterprise understand, um, you know what may be needed based on um, what you bring to the table and and how you can contribute to the organization, um, you know based upon um, your collective group. Um, I also work with the IND team. Um, they've had a long-standing stand- relationship with the Black Achievers Program here in Louisville, Kentucky, which is through the YMCA, and so we have a group of interns that come in the summer and work here um, as a part of that program. And so I've served most recently um, as a mentor, and um, I've also uh, helped su- support other initiatives through the YMCA Black Achievers Program, um, such as they've put on career fairs um, and things of that nature. So.
1: Did you all know that Impact was the first NRG here? Mm-hmm. Okay, I did. I
0: did not know. And I would like to take a brief moment to just congratulate Impact, the the entire team for the R Story series. I'm not sure if you are aware of how absolutely powerful it was to be able to read. the the stories and the thoughts of the members of IMPACT, I, I was truly touched. I thought it was a phenomenal opportunity to highlight African American History Month and to learn more about our associates. And I cannot imagine the time and the organization it took to make that happen but impact had a story from a member every single day for the month of february so i really if you have mm. not looked at those go to high and type in our stories O U R stories and just go take some time to read about some of the phenomenal talent and wonderful individuals we have here at humana yeah
3: it was pretty phenomenal um so uh impact is currently led by Marsha McClendon and Dr. Sabrina Townsend and the African American Heritage Month chair was um, Marlisa Bryant Um, and her she and her team they did a phenomenal job I thought that um, I mean I got into the our stories too too even though I was featured it was like every day you know you got to you know learn something new Mm -hmm. about something interesting going on with someone else that you may or may not have Mm -hmm. known about so it's pretty cool
2: all right, so I have a question. Obviously, you're you're really uh, invested in the community and doing great work here and you have a family. So how do you balance is balance something that, you know, is even possible, uh self-care? What are your what's your advice?
3: Absolutely. I have a massage envy membership. <laughs> <laughs> So I go for my monthly massage um oh I do believe in self care um I'm very rooted in um uh, I'm very rooted in my faith and so you know i um i do you know i try to just take time for me and just stay connected to what I feel is the source of you know my existence and so um in my ability to 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 be and to be all that i can be and so those are you know i love laughing i love spending time with my family and friends and um mm. yeah don't judge me but i watch a little reality tv no. So as tracy it, yeah yeah there's a trend with tracy that one <laughs> just shared that with okay, us what's your favorite oh y'all gonna get me a
1: trouble.
0: Oh.
3: um well I, I know i love love so i'm like you know i'm kind of bachelor nation <laughs> Um, then I watch a little Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I think Love I've it. gotten into a little bit of Married to Medicine. But um, so, yeah, I, I really try to tell myself that I'm only going to do like so much of that in a week. And I really want to commit more time to really just um, even if I don't come home and feel I can read something, I can still be listening to like audio books and things mm-hmm. like that. So I want to just be a little bit more
1: committed chill. to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes just chill. What I think you've said it before—the mindless TV. Yeah. The, the, um, I think yes. that's Brittany's phrase, mindless TV. Yes.
0: yes, and but I've also made the deal with myself in order to watch one of my favorite TV shows. I have to be on the treadmill. So put it oh, put it on the, the
1: oh. iPad. Uh, she just upped the game, yes. Rhonda. Yes. Well, yes.
0: since working at home, like I realized, like my first week, my step count mm. was pitiful, and I was like, Brittany, you gotta you gotta get up and move from the that's desk. Cool. Us so working home, folks, we have to fight for our steps. Yeah, they are not given
2: to us Mm -hmm.
3: well and i go to zumba a couple times a week too so i guess i should have said that that's also a way because i i've never i'll be honest with you i'm i'm never overly excited about exercising but i feel like you know at this point in my life like i can i no longer am like my daughter and can eat what i want and still stay very you know just fit and small so Mm -hmm. i you know i i do that and once i'm there i feel very good that you know i've made it and i I've done it, and it just gives me, you know, so much more energy, mm-hmm. and I can tell the difference when I've not, like, gotten, when I've not been active mm-hmm. versus being active, so.
0: I think I saw this on, like, a motivational poster or something, but you never hear anybody say, man, I really regret that workout, so that's what I have to tell myself numerous times, whenever, before I go to, like, a class or anything, yeah. but. when
1: you say energy creates energy, and yes. you know it does, yes, you know it absolutely. does, and it is, you know, there's those, those moments where you can just enjoy. Just, yes. let yes. just let it go. Just let it go. Let it yes. Zoom bomb on the floor. Right. Uh, so give us some more leadership lessons that you've learned and, and how have they been valuable to you? Do you have a mentor?
3: So, um, yes, I'm currently participating in a mentoring circle here with, and Tim State is doing a phenomenal job leading that circle. And so I've worked with Tim for... Um, well a number of years but never really gotten to kind of know him in in this regard so it's been pretty cool and then also just being able to peer mentor in that situation mm-hmm. has been kind of uh, cool too because you get to you get to learn from learn from each other so so that's been cool um, and then um I stay connected I've stayed pretty connected to individuals I've worked for in the past um, I've been very fortunate in that to have really I've worked for some really good i've I worked for, um, you know, so I'm going to say that, you know, your mentor may not may not be just like you. You know, I mean, one of the most valuable people in my careers today has been a white male. You know, and I'm an African-American female. And so I say, you know, I say that to say that. You know, it's great to have mentors that have your similar experience, but it may also be good to have um, mentors that don't mm-hmm. have your similar experience because I found myself in that situation, really exposed to some things that I might not have otherwise been exposed to. And this was a person that really had my kind of vested interest um, at heart, and we we this he worked we worked for a former company together, and we still stay connected. Um, and so. Um, I just say that's one of the things that I just recall um, him really uh, teaching is that, you know, you need to have a subscription to something. You know, it needs to be the Wall Street Journal or, you know, you need to find yourself like reading something new, like, you know, learning every day. He was the type of person. He didn't mm-hmm. have a television. You know, he was about teaching himself the banjo. I'm like, oh, my gosh <laughs> You know. Oh, wow. Um, but we taught it, re- it was It was really interesting relationship because he was one of the smartest people like I've ever met he was like a year older than me mm. and he um I mean majored in philosophy had a 4.0 from Pitt wow um but just very interesting person um you know he's now you know at the executive ranks in, in the company and I will be the person saying you can't wear those shoes no you, you have to go get different <laughs> shoes because that they, they need to be polished and they need to be tied up you know so we we shared this very, you know, interesting relationship. So he was able to pour into me and I think mm-hmm. to a certain degree I was able to pour mm-hmm. into him as well. So that's awesome.
0: Do you have any advice for associates that are out there either seeking a mentor relationship and how to go about building one? Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. I think that you kind of uh I think you find yourself in situations where you, you kinda know, like you you find yourself in situations where you aren't in the presence of people and you kind of know that that might be someone that you want to mentor you because there's something in them that you see that you want out of them or want to be able to get from them. And so I think when that situation exists, I think it's just really about finding the opportunity to have a discussion around whether or not that person would be willing to serve as a mentor and really, you know, determining what that looks like. Um, So we do have some great resources. um, If
2: you go to go backslash mentoring. And what's the story that you don't get to tell Mm -hmm. often? um, I'm glad you asked.
3: (laughs) Um, So the first time I applied for Humana, I didn't get the job. Oh, I got the Dear John letter. Like, no, you know, you're not the, you know, we're going to look for other people. Um, But the reason the story is important is because um, it's really about the importance of showing up every time you know no matter what the situation is and really showing up even in the people that you surround yourself with so the day I interviewed for the first time with Humana um, there was another young lady who was also interviewing on the same day and so she and I was like it was like two or three hours worth of interviews like we like Mm. met with all these different interview groups and in between that we would sit there and we would chit chat and talk and we got to know each other and um, and then, you know, I had, there was probably like four or five panel, different panels that I interviewed with that day. And so I went home and you know, got the letter. I was pretty upset about it because I was like, wow, you know, I thought I did good. And, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be my change, you know, mm-hmm. I'm ready for this. And so I was a little disappointed, discouraged. And a couple months later, the recruiter I had talked to, she called me and she said, um, you know you met with some people that day and you know you know there's something else that's come about do you think that you'd you'd still be interested in coming back and talking and so i said well sure absolutely and so lo and behold the person that i was interviewing with that day she got the job and um there was another person on the panel who came to be my leader um, and they they want they had me come back in and and I, i interviewed with the person that I had been communicating with the whole day, and so oh, funny. yeah, I got the job. Wow! So here I am, almost twelve years later.
0: We're glad you did.
3: And
1: that <laughs> is a good story because it just means you know don't don't give up.
2: Yeah, don't give up and just always and show network up. No, and make an impression. No, no, just means not now. That's
1: right. It's right. right. absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> well, that that. Uh, Did you have a question on that? Sure.
0: Um, Well, no. I I just wanted to take a moment to kind of highlight impact and share with our listeners some of the programs they offer and how they can get involved.
3: Sure. Mm -hmm. So um, you can definitely go to go backslash nrgs or go backslash go backslash. uh, I'm not going to get it out. Impact. Um, we definitely, you know, and this is what I'll say about all the NRGs is that, you know, you don't have to be African-American to join impact, you know, maybe an opportunity for, you know, you may have something to contribute. You may just want to learn. You just may want to, you know, be, you know, an advocate, whatever the case might be. So definitely encourage you, um, to get involved. Um, there's just, a lot of opportunity to get involved in a lot of the community events that you know Impact sponsors our supports. Um, a lot of the networking events that you know Impact offers. Um, you know Impact is very active on Buzz, so you you know there's always some good stuff being put out on Buzz on Impact's page. Um, so definitely would encourage you to to go see what Impact is about and if it's something you're interested in join.
1: Another question on your story that uh, that you are not able to tell enough on um, preparing for your interview. How does an HR person prepare for an interview? Do you go before you walk in there and do your superhero pose or do what do you do?
3: You know it's so hilarious Carmen, <laughs> that you say that because I just told Diane Bailey Boulay who is um, in inclusion and diversity and she really kind of leads a lot of our mentoring initiatives across the enterprise. And I just told her right before I walked down here that I was coming to do this. And she said, she stood up and she said, are you going to do your super? Oh, love it. (laughs) Love it.
0: Um, It's actually like backed by science, though. Amy Cuddy led a TED talk on it. And I'm definitely going to tell you, I went to the stall and did my power pose before I walked into my interview, too. Yes,
2: I told my 12 year old to do it. She's like, really? I'm like, I'm telling you, you got to do it. She's in theater. And I'm like, that's what you need to do. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, So the other thing I will say, though, and this is this is what I um, I normally tell people in something I've done um, is I generally say, you know, print out the job description and go line by line on that job description as to what is what someone is looking for in that job, and really be able to, based on your experience in writing, speak to you know how you'd be able to contribute to what is what they're looking for and really just continue to go over that and over that and over that in your mind so that you have really concrete examples because to give in the interview, you know, because it will be very you have to be prepared like you cannot just think that you're going to walk into an interview and just everything is going to, you know, come to your mind as it should. No, you have to actually Mm -hmm. do homework. You actually have to sit down um, and line by line understand what's being looked for and needed in that position and You know, how will you effectively contribute to that? And I just think by, you know, studying your own work, that's going to naturally kind of come out when those questions are being asked in that environment.
2: Thank you. Thank you for being here, for your time, Mm -hmm. and for all that you've shared. Um, We really appreciate it.
3: I think I feel honored to have been um, asked Mm -hmm. to do this, and so I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Rhonda. Thank you.
2: And that's it for this episode You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe
0: by texting THL to 239355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life.
1: Until next time, be intentional,
0: stay curious, and inspire others.